Hello, my friends. Welcome back to How to Feel Good. I'm Alex, and this episode is all about dopamine, uh, the perils of dopamine, really, because we're living in a endless dopamine loop at this point, I think. Um, it's rooted in social media, but also just really entertainment in general. We, You likely feel this all the time. We are um, constantly bombarded by things things. And so we have a very short attention span. It's gotten worse during the pandemic. I think they've said, I haven't looked into the, like the data on that, but I think anecdotally, I, I feel that certainly. And, um, even before the pandemic, I think social media was clearly an issue, obviously. And I think it's only become worse. And, uh, that's not to say, you know, all of this is like grain of salt. I'm always saying everyone should figure out what works best for them. I'm not trying to shame anyone. However, for me, I want to be better about my time. And I don't want to jump from one dopamine hit to another, which is what I tend to do. And I think a lot of people tend to do. And there's nothing wrong with that because we are bombarded by stuff. And now it's really our responsibility to do something about it, I think, if you see yourself kind of in this cycle. Um, The last episode was about habits, good, bad, and in-between habits. And that's kind of connected here because you see your habits with social media. You see your habits with like Netflix or any other streaming service. Um, You see your habits just online in general, maybe online shopping or um, any, you know, gaming or with men, porn, women too, for sure. But I, from what I understand, men, um, are easily, you know, like Instagram has basically become, if you're not careful, kind of like a porn hub for men. So I think that you, it's, it's like our responsibility to take a look at this and, and make sure we're using our time well, and that we're using our brain well, because if you look into this and you look into these dopamine hits that we get from when we scroll social, and then we jump from social to, a TV show or to the news or to buying stuff or to something else like some other internet thing. Um, we're just constantly being fed that good dopamine energy. Like we get this, like, it's like, but it's junk food. It's, it's like a, it's candy, it's pizza, it's a donut. That's what those dopamine hits are. They're immediately satisfying. They make us feel really, really good and addicted. You've likely experienced like, the social media spiral where you almost feel like you can't log out. And that's a sign we're, we're playing right into the system. It's designed to work that way. Same with these TV shows. You binge watch a TV show and you just can't stop because they're really good. They're so well written. They're so well produced. They're so well, um, cinematically they're beautiful. So the characters, you just get lost in the story. And that's a testament to the showrunners, the makers of those shows, but also that's, you get lost in it. You lose yourself in it. And studies show, you know, when you binge watch television, you do shut down parts of your brain. Um, You literally dull your brain. And, you know, I'm not, like I said, it sounds like I'm hating and I, and I am hating, I am hating on this. And I have definitely binge watched television, but I am taking a hard look at my habits and I do not want to keep doing that. I don't want to keep spending hours binging on a TV show that someone else made, even if it's a fantastic show, maybe you're like, you'd say, well, I get inspired by those shows. Sure. But like, 
you can also just create your own content. You can all well, rather than consuming. And I think we spend so much time consuming these days and we aren't at all tapped into our potential. So I want to talk a little bit more about that as someone who has noticed my dopamine spirals as I jump from one to the other, I want to stop or I want to significantly reduce it. Significantly reduce it is excellent too. Like I said, I'm not trying to shame anyone. I have a dear friend who loves television. I don't see her giving it up anytime soon. So I get it, but I, I am here to feel good and I am here to be my best self. And I don't think I am my best self. As I've said before, I think I said it in the previous episode. I just don't think I'm my best self when I like work and then come home and watch two hours of TV at night. I don't think that is my best me. So I want to, I want to take a look at this. Like, um, I think there are a couple dynamics you can look at. Like, do you feel good after you consume your social? Like I was finding that on Instagram, I was getting into this comparison And, you know, when you compare, you find yourself all of a sudden, like asking yourself weird questions or thinking you need to buy something to keep up with someone or even just like, oh, interesting. That looks cool. Maybe I need one of those. And so you end up like going down these rabbit holes and buying things you maybe don't need because you've been influenced or, you know, compared yourself to someone and thought, okay, I need something. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. I've done that. I feel like almost everyone has done that, but At the same time, I think it's so important to be in our own energy and to know who we are and to not be influenced by others, to be rock solid in who we are. And so I remember I was, yeah, I was finding like some shitty dynamics with some people on social that I was like, I don't really want to watch what you're watching and I don't want you watching what I'm watching or like, so I unfollowed a bunch of people and I I was listening to a podcast another, the other day where another woman said the same thing. She was like, I just got rid of some people and I thought that was great. I think that's, you know, do it. It's your mental health. And then, you know, I follow a lot of self-improvement people, a lot of people who are focused on being their best selves, being healthy, um, adopting good habits so they can achieve big things. And so whenever I open my Instagram, most of the time, it's those inspiring accounts that I see. And that's far better for me to look at on social than someone who kind of triggers me a little bit. So keep that in mind. That's one thing. But the other thing is watch your scrolling. I'm sure you've caught yourself like you're working on something. You reach a point of friction with that work. You struggle to move over this hump, like finish writing something maybe or finish like getting to the figuring out what the point is. And in that moment of frustration, you reach for your phone instead of just breathe through it and get through it. You reach for your phone and all of a sudden you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're like, shit put it down, get back to work. Minutes later, it could happen again. And that could happen repeatedly multiple times, right? We've, we've done that. I'm sure you, you're familiar. And that to me feels super icky. I don't like to see that. It's a sign that I'm not focused and it's a sign that I'm not in my deepest and best self. Because when I'm in a flow, when I'm really com- like focused on the work, not being interrupted, I can do a ton and it's great work. And it feels really good. So the fact that I'm like compulsively every few minutes interrupting it is such a disappointment. And it's a sign that I need to put the phone the fuck down. Um, And that reminds me just last weekend, 
I was, I'm working on, I'm building my business. And so as a result, you know, I work a lot. I work on Saturdays. I, um, and what I've come to do is like, I have a routine. I work and, you know, watch some videos, write some stuff, et cetera, et cetera. So on a Saturday, uh, the other day I was, I like was really focused. I watched some videos. I did some work. I wrote, I answered emails. I recorded this podcast and it was all really great self-improvement related work. It was like eating my greens in the morning. And I went for my run in the afternoon. That's how my, how it goes for me on the weekends. And I love that. And as I was running, I was like, oh, I, I feel so good. Not only does my body feel good, but my mind feels like exercised and awake and, and like fresh. And as I was running, I just felt so different than what I might normally do on a Saturday. I'm not working. So I might like enjoy some dopamine related cheap entertainment. I'll call it. Um, mindless entertainment actually is more like it. So maybe you watch a show or two, or maybe you just really spend some too much. I spend too much time scrolling social. Those are my candy. Those are my donuts. Those are my pizza. And so my mind, I didn't do that this time. And my mind felt so good. It felt alive and invigorated and energized. And it was such an important reminder that our habits like that, the way we spend our time matters. And we, and our, and our brain feels the difference. Just the same way you work out your body and you feel so good, your brain feels the difference between scrolling, mindlessly scrolling Instagram and then jumping over to some to Netflix and watching like a part of a show compared to like watching a YouTube video from one of your favorite creators about something you really like or even just writing for 45 minutes. Your brain feels the difference and it likes that delicious green smoothie <laughs> and it was, it was so informative for me because I need to remember that because it's so much easier to grab your phone and it is so much easier to turn on Netflix. And not only is it easier, it sounds better to you, right? It sounds better to me when I've had a long day or even just like on a Saturday after I've had a long week, I'm like, Ugh, but it would just be so nice to just like mindlessly watch a little of my favorite show. And that's true. It probably would. But the problem is that's not going to make you feel good long-term. And is, is that a, the best use of your, your beautiful brain? I think we need to really think about that. Like, it's so important to ask yourself that question. And, you know, last week we talked about habits and James Clear's Atomic Habits. He talks about how important it is to make habits easy. And social media and Netflix are the easiest. I mean, the easiest. And they sound good to you, right? You're like, just a quick, just a quick scroll through Instagram. It's like just a quick pop of candy into my mouth. It's so easy. And we have to either make it really hard for ourselves. So you have to like reframe that Instagram's disgusting or you need to make your other good habit really easy, which is hard. Like I know it's hard for me to be like really stoked to go sit in bed and read a book and journal. Like it sounds so much better for me to just get a little bit more mindless entertainment because I'm tired. My brain is tired, but the truth is it isn't really. I'm tired from the day, but my brain absolutely will rise to the occasion of something that is a, the equivalent of a green smoothie. Like it will enjoy, once you jot dive into that book, 90 seconds in, your brain's like, oh yeah, this is good. I like this. It just doesn't sound as good as, and is not nearly as easy as it is, as picking up Instagram and immediately immediately being entertained. That's dangerous. <laughs> and it's so accessible. So you, it's really up to us to develop a discipline. And that is so hard, right? Discipline 
around something, especially if you've had a long day or you're just like at your wits end with something, it's really, it can be hard. It's so much easier to do the, the candy and the pizza and the donut. Um, so I think you really, you know, you really have to decide what, what feels good for you and what doesn't. And also like, you don't have to go big at first. You don't have to go cold Turkey. Although plenty of people do recommend that. I've never gone completely cold Turkey on social, but I have limited it and I've implemented things. Like I put my phone in a different room starting at seven and I don't touch it until the next day, unless there's like, for some reason, an emergency. And I really recommend that because by like eight o'clock, you've forgotten about it. You just don't even think about it. And um, that's really great. So you don't find yourself like mindlessly scrolling at nine or 10. Now, have a, that has that been broken? Yes, I have broken that multiple times, but I really try not to. Um, same with like on a day where I'm really struggling to get something done and I find myself just like continually going back to my phone, I put it away like so it's further than an arm's reach away. Do something that keeps it away from you. Um, or if you just are having like, if you're having a relaxing chill day and when you have a relaxing chill day, that means you have some free time. And that might mean you just grab the, your phone more. It's your responsibility to say, is this what's going to make me feel good? Probably not. And it's your responsibility to do something about that. It's your responsibility to say, you know what, I'm going to go do something else. And I'm not going to look at social. I'm not going to like go occupy your time with something better. And you're, and you might have to force yourself to do it at first because it, you know, like I said, you don't get hyped about it at first. It's hard to be like, yeah, I'm going to go read this book. (laughs) So hyped. (laughs) It's not nearly the same vibe as Instagram, but it's going to give you far more. Or like maybe you're going to listen to a really uplifting podcast about something you care about or watch your favorite creator on YouTube. These are all alternatives that I have found that I negotiate with myself to do. So I'm not like, let me just watch Netflix. Find something that's going to inspire you and lift you up. That's a great alternative that you might not immediately get excited for. But once you're in it, once you're like two minutes in, you're good. Your brain adjusts. That's the other thing. Your brain adjusts. So it's just like that 90 second period where you're like, reach for social. No, make a better decision. That's in your higher good. That's that fulfills and helps you like build this higher vision that you have, right? Because like I keep saying, I'm not trying to shame anyone. You're going to watch Netflix sometimes. That's fine. But do you want to do it every day for two, three hours a day? Studies show that your brain just turns off. I don't remember the part of it that does turn off. I'm so sorry. Go Google it. (laughs) But like it dulls your brain when in reality you could like, and, and then this is the other thing. Okay embrace boredom because you're going to get bored a little bit. And I, instead of fearing it, be like, Oh my God, boredom's here. What am I going to do in boredom? Cause in boredom, you'll sit there and be like, Oh, I'm bored. I want to reach for social. I want to watch this. I want to watch something. And instead just be like, I'm bored. <laughs> Where do you gravitate? And that, and like, that can be a beautiful thing if you're willing to like experiment and sit with that boredom for a second. So you're like, maybe I'll write something. Maybe I'll work on my website. Maybe I'll start a new website. Maybe I'll start offering a service and make a little money. Maybe I'll make a video. Like maybe I'll cook. Maybe I'll clean my house. The other day I like really didn't feel like doing anything. I was dead. My, my whole body wanted a break, right? So normally I would numb out and watch something. And I still sometimes do when I'm like exhausted and I'm like, I just want to watch something mindless. 
um, which I don't now, when I say that, when I hear myself saying that, I'm like, you don't really want that. Your brain actually does want something. Your brain doesn't want to fully turn off. That's the truth. We just have made that we've lied to ourselves. But anyway, my point is I turned on a podcast and I cleaned my closet, which I love to do. I love to clean out my closet. It's a passion of mine as someone who I don't love to shop for most things, except I do love clothes. That is my Achilles heel, I guess. When it turns to concern, I'm a minimalist to my core. Like, so if I, f- I like to clean out my closet regularly, get rid of some of my clothes, AKA sell them on Poshmark and it brings me much joy. So that's what I did instead. And I think that was a good use of my, my time and my exhaustion. Find something like that, that you get hyped for. Like my Virgos out there probably love a little cleaning. Um, maybe someone else loves like a game. That's an okay thing to do too. Um, I don't know, just something that isn't a dope, like a straight up dopamine hit that we, that is kind of based and rooted in the idea of addiction because it gives you such a great feeling immediately. Like social media gives you that dopamine hit that is associated with drugs, with sex, with social connection, but it's not right. It's, (laughs) it's just, um, scrolling mindlessly and consuming other people's content when in reality you could be kind of creating your own the other or like another alternative if you come home and you really want to watch something is try to go for like a 10 minute walk listen to some music a meditation a podcast something that gets you away from a screen because we spend so much time with screens and that's another one that you know god like step away. (laughs) Um, it'll be good for all of all, like your whole body. (laughs) Um, yeah. Okay. So that's my, that's my rant about social. And I guess we went into Netflix too. I think you can easily like social. There's this, there's this addictive scrolling that I think needs to be addressed and we need to be real about and everyone deals with that. So there's no shame. But same with binge watching television or, or, or streaming services. Like it's just become so common, especially during the pandemic to binge watch an entire TV show. And I never feel good after I do that. Like there'll be nights where I just accidentally watch like three to four hours. And afterwards I'm like, yuck, that was not great. I did not like that. And I, I need that for me is something I need to work on. Like I need to figure out like why I need to do that. Can't I instead find something else that I enjoy doing that lifts me up and improves me as a person? Yes, I can. But I think I get, you know, addicted to the ease of it. And in a lot of ways, it's a de-stressor because you don't have to deal with the debt, like the world. You get to turn off the world and step into this make-believe world. And I get that and I get why it works. And it does. These TV shows are really good at that. You step in, you feel like you know the characters, you just get really involved with them. And that's great. It's a, like I said, it's a testament to these shows, but I want to be, I have a, I have a big vision and a big goal for myself. And I think you're here because you do too. And I don't know if getting deeply intertwined with these TV shows is the best and highest for us. I just don't know if it is. And I've, I, if you can even hear me, it sounds like I feel guilty saying that because I know so many people who love television and I live in LA and so many people 
make their living in television. So I don't want to be a hater. I'm, I'm definitely not, but I do think that like, there's so much to be said for consuming others creations instead of creating your own thing. And don't you want to create your own thing? Whatever that fucking is. It's definitely, it doesn't have to be television. It could be anything, but I think we dim our light when we get so addicted to these mindless entertainment pieces. And I just know there's more for us. And it's on us to identify any bad habits we have with consumption and do something about it. You don't have to always, you don't have to cut it out completely. But I think it's important to be cognizant and to watch yourself. Because now as I scroll, I watch myself a little bit better. I'm like, what are you doing here? (laughs) Do you need to be doing this? Do you really need, oh, look, you've grabbed your phone like five times in the last hour. Get rid of it. It's out. You're clearly struggling and you need to figure out a way through. And like when I'm struggling, it's just a sign that I've come up against friction and it's my responsibility to push through. I don't think you'll ever meet a successful person who won't say that patience and discipline were key parts of their their success. You need to be disciplined and you need to be patient. And it's not going to be easy. You're not going to get the immediate dopamine hit from from pushing through or just like reading 10 pages of your book before bed. It's going to take consistency and discipline, but it is going to be beneficial for you. And it's going to be better for your brain. Your brain's going to treat that like a delicious kale salad and it's going to munch it up. It's going to feel energized and ready to go versus like, yeah, eating a bunch of candy before bed, which is what we do when we binge on a television show or social. And you don't think of it that way, right? Because it's like you wouldn't want to eat like a giant piece of cake before bed every night. But that's what you're doing when you just scroll Instagram for 20, 30, 40 minutes or watch your favorite show right up until bed. That's what I think you're really doing. So I think it's so important to just track yourself, watch yourself. You don't have to absolutely beat yourself up, but maybe just say, do I feel good after doing this? Cause I don't, I know that I feel guilty and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this spiral for me where I'm like, I'm so tired. Let me just, let me just watch something. You know, it's like, you can do more. There's more for you and stop, stop seeing television as the only option when I could do a lot of other things. I need to experiment and figure out what they are and I need to get hyped about doing them. And I think like, I don't know. Like the other thing is when we were kids, we were super creative. We would do all sorts of weird stuff and we would paint, we would draw, we would create little, you know, imaginary worlds with like, I used to play outside with just like twigs and dirt and leaves and create little imaginary worlds. We all, we're all creative. We all still have that in us. And when you are forced to do something besides watching this endless, mindless entertainment, you'll find yourself kind of reaching for more. And that's exciting, right? I think that's super exciting. So, I mean, like I said, embrace the boredom so some cool stuff can come through. It might take some time, but it will. It will. It definitely will. Because you, <laughs> when you get bored, that's when this stuff comes through. There are a lot of like writers and creators who say that too. They say, Boredom is a tool and a key. It shows you the way. And so if you're like me and you're a little bit grossed out by this dopamine spiral, this mindless scrolling, this mindless entertaining, 
open yourself up to be bored, allow that boredom rather than trying to fix it, rather than trying to find something to fill the boredom, allow it and see what comes through. See what you do. I think it's a, it's a beautiful idea. Um, so let me know what you think. Give it a try and let me know. Tell me. Um, or let me know if you think I'm crazy and if I'm being too harsh. There's a reason why all these people who created Facebook say it's so um, detrimental. It's because it's it's rooted in this, this, these dopamine hits that are just not good for us. So I think it's time we start to take responsibility and make some changes so we're not so reliant on that and that we're building a future based on a vision for ourselves that's bigger than mindless entertainment, but that's going to require us to become different for different people, which means we'll have to take different actions and that's fine because that's what we're here, right? So, uh, that's it. I hope this was helpful. Please let me know. Um, I would love to hear from you as usual. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Okay. Bye.